It's time for episode 416 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM. Recorded Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the Liquid Retina Podcast with 1,500 nits of brightness. I am one of your hosts, Micah Sargent, and I am joined across the internet by my good pal, my dungeon buddy, it's Dan Morin. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing well, Micah. I'd like to be clear. I'm at least a Liquid Retina XDR display. I just... <laughs> Look, that's what I, I tell myself. I that's my little, affirmation. I was a little worried about the lawyers. Didn't know if XDR was taking it too far. So mm, I just stopped mm. at Liquid Retina. But uh, hey, if that's if that's how you want be, to... Uh, want be to the be. display you want to see, okay? <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Um, well, I know a guest I want to see on the show. And uh, I'm happy to say that she is indeed joining us. It is prolific podcaster here on Relay, as well as the incomparable, uh, as well as just the coolest yarn yarno around. It is Aline Sims. Hello, Aline. So it's like a wino without the alcohol. Is <laughs> exactly. that what you're saying? Precisely. Okay. I'm, j- I'm just clarifying. You know just how accurate here. that is. <laughs> it, oh, it's awful. Let's we we're, we don't have time for my yarn habit. <laughs> and to my left this week, it's an iOS developer of the Capsicum app. It is Ish Shabazz. Welcome back, Ish. Hello. Good to be back. We are happy to have you, and we are happy to get kicked off. All right. <laughs> Please Let- don't kick us off. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's my my question for you. So cinematic mode was something that was newly announced on uh, the next version of iPhones, both the Pro and the non-Pro models. But in watching these really beautiful videos being shot where the camera is rack focusing between what's in front and what's behind, and there are all these clips being edited together to make something, uh, make a piece, and they hired a director to come in, uh, or actually I think a, a few directors to come in and work on um, little videos for the uh, showing off the iPhone. It made me wonder, because I thought to myself, the last video I took was of a waterfall, and it was just a video where I moved along the waterfall. What? Uh, when is the last time you or someone you know has actually used the full power and capability of the iPhone's video camera more than just taking a video? Like, when have you used some of the features that are there now, and do you think you'll use cinematic mode? Elaine, we'll start with you. Look, I regularly get together with friends for murder mysteries that we film in a very, very cinematic way. So I don't know what you do with your spare time, but uh, honestly, I have an almost year old cat. And I think the last video I took of him took was of him when he was like six months old. Mm. I just don't go anywhere anymore. <laughs> and my apartment is small and boring. Um, you know, I have some friends who are, you know, professional video makers mm-hmm. and maybe they use it, but I think they're still using their professional video making equipment. So, yeah, I watched the keynote and I was like, this is really cool and I'm probably never going to use it. 
I, you know, it's funny, Mike, I was looking back at videos in the last video I took also of a waterfall. Oh, well, there you go. That's what it's the waterfall (laughs) feature. Uh, You know, as a kid, I would have killed for this. I loved making movies and like I never had the equipment. I only ever got to do it in like school or camp or something like that. And so the idea that I could have like this professional level camera that does all this banana stuff, including that rack focus stuff, which is, again, I agree. Super cool. Like the technology behind that is amazing. Mm hmm. I like a lean. I don't know when I'll use it. Um, I will say I did have a pretty good spate of video making last year because one of the things we did during the pandemic was my family, uh, for each birthday, we assembled these increasingly complex movies that either I or one of my cousins would edit together um, that would, you know, everybody would like, you know, make some segment of this for the happy birthday video and it'd be along the theme and then we'd stitch them all together. And it was fun because it gave an opportunity to really push the Like I was using like the 24 frames per moment, like film look, you know, in filming some of it and all that. So it was a lot of fun in trying to sort of figure out the, the, all these features I could take advantage of. And I would definitely have used this if it was out at the time. But now that that has kind of fallen by the wayside, I'm not sure that I'll have much opportunity to use it anymore. Ish, what about you? So this question actually made me realize how often I lie to myself because every year I see the photo and uh, video features and I think, yeah, I'm absolutely going to use this. But when I really think about it, I think the last feature I actually used that was like the headline feature was slow-mo. I like caught a hummingbird um, a little bit after slow-mo came out and I was recording the hummingbird in um, uh, slow-mo and that was probably what, like five years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's this is this is what I I kind of had an existential crisis as I was trying to cover this event because I just looked back on my you know I'm getting all excited about cinematic mode and then I'm looking back on my use of the iPhone and I'm like I barely remember to take photos with the doggone thing, much less shoot these videos. And like you, Dan, uh, I can remember as a kid, I would have loved this because, yeah, I did. Um, I did make videos all the time and I could have done some stop motion stuff and some uh, different, you know, taking the plays that I made as a kid and turned them into videos instead, little movies. And so it, it these uh, these new features that get rolled out, I really do wonder kind of who is this for because you have to pay directors a lot of money to get them to shoot a movie that is like this movie was made with an iphone and then for folks that are kind of on the other side of it those of us who are like super into technology um, may not be using this and then like youtubers they're all using dslrs or mirrorless cameras as their method for shooting things and so it I'm, I just I want to meet that group of people, that chunk of people that Apple is making this for that I have yet to meet that, you know, this is an everyday thing that they they make use of or a, a most days thing that they make use of, because right now it just feels like a lot of it is just aspirational and a feature that we'll use once or twice and then sort of give up on, not give up on, but just forget about after a while. It's just Phil Schiller. They make it just for him. Exactly. Exactly. That has to be the case. Uh, But thank you all for your answers on that. Let us move to our next topic, which comes from Aline. All right. So we had an Apple event yesterday, and I want to know, what do you want now? (laughs) We always want more. I'm never satisfied. Yeah, I have my Apple product wish, wish list. Um, much of it is unfulfilled. So I'm wondering, what's on your wish list? 
I'm so glad you asked, Aline, because the the one thing that I've been looking forward to, which did not come out this week and I think is not probably not coming out this year, is that larger Apple Silicon based <gasps> iMac. Don't uh, say that's that. that's that's what I want. That's mm. what I want. I want it because uh, I have a 2017 Retina iMac and it's pretty good. It's held up pretty well. But recently, especially when I've been doing stuff, those fans start kicking on, and I think to myself, I bet an Apple Silicon Mac wouldn't wouldn't sound this loud. I bet it'd be so much faster. Uh, and then I guess it gets louder because it's just trying to spite me at that point. So <laughs> I I and I do covet those the colors. I'm really hoping that if there is that larger one, and it's been rumored to go up to like 30 inch screen, I hope that it comes in like the same sort of colors that the 24 inch has come in because I think it looks awesome. And I really, really want one of those to complement my M1 MacBook Air. So that's that is what I am waiting for with bated breath. Ish, what about you? I, I don't know that it's actually a product, but what I really want is that XDR with the Apple Silicon inside. So kind of like you're saying, like a larger um, machine, kind of like an iMac, but I want it in the like the XDR housing. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, for me, it's just, I just want some new AirPods Pro. Um, I've had my AirPods Pro for a long time and have had to have them replaced several times. Um, and I'm hoping that they come out with a new model that is, that is corrected for the issue, uh, of the crackling, howling, wheezing, popping, um, that has become common among AirPods Pro version one. And so I'm just holding out waiting for that next uh, model to ship so that I can give them a go and see if they are um, if they are going to actually uh, continue to work over a period of time, unlike these ones. Uh, what about you, Elaine? Yeah, I, I'm with Dan on I'm with Dan on the IMAX because I am craving simplicity in my life and I want to get away from the laptop plus external display um thing on my desk and I just want one screen, but I would be going currently from a 27 inch display plus a 16 inch, you know, MacBook display to just a teeny tiny iMac display. And I just, I can't do that. So I want colorful, bigger iMacs. I also want a consumer level display. Um, I think that, that the XDR display is, amazing and beautiful and stunning and more than I ever need or want to spend on a monitor because I'm not a professional who needs color grading stuff. So I want, I want a display, um, so that, you know, my husband who works on a laptop can have something that makes him happy and not complain when he works. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it all boils down to. We want to cease the complaints. Please, mm -hmm. Apple, give us a chance. All right. Uh, we are going to take a quick break because it's halftime here at Clockwise. And so I want to tell you about St. Jude's. Childhood Cancer Awareness Month is an opportunity for us to come together in the fight against childhood cancer. Because of generous supporters, St. Jude can share its knowledge freely and exchange ideas openly, inspiring more collaboration between doctors and researchers worldwide. And as a result, there are more life-saving treatments for children everywhere. 
St. Jude creates more clinical trials for cancer than any other children's hospital and turns laboratory discoveries into life-saving treatments that benefit patients. In fact, St. Jude was the first children's hospital to make a major investment in pediatric cancer genome sequencing, which resulted in groundbreaking discoveries in several childhood cancers. Before this project, not even one pediatric cancer genome had been sequenced. Generous individuals like you make groundbreaking research at St. Jude possible. This September, Relay FM is aiming to raise more than $300,000 for the kids of St. Jude during our third annual Relay FM for St. Jude fundraising campaign. And you can help by making a donation at stjude.org slash relay. This year, any donor making a single gift of $100 or more will receive an exclusive Relay FM stickers of thanks pack at the end of the campaign. If your company matches donations, please send us a note and we can have that amount routed to the campaign. Email Stephen at Stephen at Relay.fm. And the Relay FM podcast-a-thon for St. Jude will be happening on September 17th. That's just two days from today, from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash RelayFM. Tune in to help us support St. Jude and donate at stjude.org slash Relay. And let's cure childhood cancer together. Thanks so much to St. Jude. And uh, thank you all for your donations and uh, keeping those rolling in. We really appreciate it. All right, Dan, tell us your topic. So the Apple Watch Series 7 was announced. And my question for you is, does it tempt you? What kind of watch are you using now if you're using one? Uh, and would this convince you to upgrade? Uh, if you're not an Apple Watch user, does this change your mind about it? Is there something you're holding out for when you get your next Apple Watch-ish? So I am a little tempted. Um, right now I have a Series 6. Um the new one doesn't offer too much, but it is offering faster charging. And faster charging means it's easier to do things like sleep tracking. So for that reason, I'm a little tempted to get the uh, the new one. Also, a little curious about that larger screen with the full keyboard. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that. Um, so that's not enough to make me get it, but it does uh, tempt me a bit. Yeah, I'm also on the Series 6, and that uh, ability to do the um to to quickly charge the device i think is really interesting and something i would consider making the upgrade for but um i have to say the series 7 apple watch is overall pretty underwhelming um in terms of features uh, and sort of updates there. I don't even think that there's much of a performance boost that we've, that, uh, folks have been it's, able to it dig. It turns out it's the yeah. same exact chip. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be the same exact chip reportedly. And so it's, that all is very, um, kind of makes me hesitate. But, but then they came out with a green one. And so I was about to say they came out with a green one, Mike. Yeah. I know you. So, you know, there's what can I do and say except yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Aline, what about you? I don't remember the last time I wore my Apple Watch. With the last one, I was like, I'm I'm all in. I'm I'm getting the titanium. I'm gonna have a, an amazing screen that doesn't scratch, and it sits on the charger, and I use it to check the time in the middle of the night. Um, my problem is the Apple. It hurts my wrist, and I can't figure out if it's because of the band being so thick. Or if it's the face of it or what, but um, 
this question, when I saw it in the spreadsheet, actually prompted me to go on Etsy and look for thinner wrist uh, straps so that I can kind of test things out. But I, I just I don't wear mine, so I'm not tempted at all. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I wear, I do wear mine every day and I feel, um, it's interesting. Both the, the, you gents with the, the series six were saying like, Oh yeah, there's not much in there. And I'm sitting here thinking the same thing, but I'm coming from a series four <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm tempted. I am, but is there really enough? I mean, my series four works pretty well. Uh, I, I know there's other stuff that's been introduced in the meantime. I think the biggest thing that I miss not having on the series four is the always on display. I think that is the most compelling aspect of it but but like ish mentioned i i feel like that larger screen is pretty attractive uh and you know like micah mentioned there's a green one i'm tempted i don't know i just worry it won't go with anything i wear uh but it's green and that seems pretty pretty cool so i'm thinking about it i think i'm gonna wait i mean fortunately it's not coming out yeah, it looks when? like for a little while yet. <laughs> so i have some time i have some time to think about it and sort of process and wrap my head around whether or not I, uh, I've got the uh, the budget to upgrade this one. So, uh, But I'm interested that it seems like we all agree that's probably a, a modest-ish update. Unless you fall a lot on your bike, and then... <laughs> yes, <laughs> in that case. Sure thing. Yeah, I, I think I have bigger problems if I fall off my bike. Uh, all right, thanks all for your thoughts on that topic. Let us go to our final topic today, which comes from Ish. Yeah, so... Um, Apple gave the wallet accessory an update, which I totally didn't see coming, but it's working out great for me. Um, and now with this update, it'll show up on Find My. So if your wallet like detaches that little magnetic uh, MagSafe wallet accessory, um, it'll show you like where it was last seen. I was wondering um, what, if anything, uh, else do you track with your um, Find My app? Like do you have air tags? Do you um, have like an e-bike? What do you track with your Find My app? Uh, this, this is a good question. So yeah, I do use find my to, um, it's funny when I moved to, uh, Petaluma, my pal and, uh, former co-host, uh, at, uh, at twit, uh, Megan Maroney shared her location with me using find my, and to this day, she and I have each other's locations. She's like my my sort of emergency contact in the sense of having uh, each other's locations. But uh, mostly it's not for people, um, just like Soylent Green. Oh, wait, no, it's made of people. Anyway, <laughs> um, I use it for tracking my devices all the time. Um, well, whenever I need to uh, I've misplace something, because I do have a few iPads floating around so I can hit that button to make them sound. Um, and then I've got a couple of um, accessories that are third party find my uh, including the um, boat. What is it? It's Belkin Belkin Soundform Freedom. Um, these are Bluetooth um, in ear. Uh, they're their earphones and I can use uh, the find my network for that. I actually ordered a um, MagSafe wallet, a green one, yes, um, from Apple. After I heard about them doing this, essentially what happened? Because I was like, wait, does it have a? Does it have like an AirTag built into it? And it's just if it becomes detached from your device, it will mark in your um, in your phone in the Find My uh, map the last place that it found it or that that it was attached at which point it became detached and then you can you know try to find it that way. So I think it's a really cool feature and I'm planning on using it even more um with that as well. But uh yeah, I 
any device that has Find My uh, capabilities, I quickly add it to the network because I think it's great. And I hope that Apple continues to add this tech to its different um, devices, including the next version of AirPods, I hope. Uh, all right, Aline, what about you? Uh, yeah, I was really excited when I saw the wallet having the the Find My um not capability, but I guess it's MagSafe having the capability to tell me about my wallet. But um, because MagSafe is is not great for holding on to wallets, I lose mine kind of constantly, but I never leave the apartment, so it doesn't matter. Um, I mostly use Find My to check to see where my mother is. And when my husband drove from Seattle to Phoenix and back again last month to see where he was on the road. Um, So mostly I track people. I do have air tags. Um, I got a four pack engraved. So I've got um, an air tag on my keys. I have one in the package still because it's eventually going to go in a backpack for when I work out of the apartment, if that ever happens again. And my husband stole the other two. Um, so I think Find My <laughs> is great. Like Micah, I am really looking forward to the day when I can find like AirPods with it uh, because I lose those a lot. Um, and I'm just kind of excited to see where where things go, where accessories go now that there's kind of more capability with it. Uh, yeah, but for now it's, um, people and keys. People and keys, the story of so many of our lives. Uh, I, let's see, I use several of the things in here pretty frequently. Um, having recently moved to a large house uh i lost my iphone much more because now there's just space in the house where like there's more (laughs) rooms it could be in so being able to like locate it granted requiring some other device or using my home pod or something is handy uh i do like the idea of having like like having the ability to track my other devices it doesn't end up being a huge deal as aline said most of the time i'm not leaving the house very much I bought a handful of AirTags. Uh, my wife has one on her keys. I put one in a, uh, we have like a nice pair of binoculars that we take sometimes on hikes. And I put one in the, uh, the, the carrying case for it. And I think at some point it fell out into my wife's like tote bag that she had them in. <laughs> and so she kept getting the notification that like something <laughs> was tracking her. And I was like, it's the binoculars. The AirTag fell into your bag. <laughs> so we had to like re- fix that situation for a while. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I think that the idea for the wallet is pretty cool. I don't use a MagSafe wallet. I don't think it really works for me, but I like that they are thinking about all these options. And like, uh, I think there is also the option in, um, iOS 15 to note, tell you if you walk away from a location without your phone, which is the kind of thing that I actually really want. Uh, because that way, like I've definitely left the house to go to, you know, run an errand or something and realized I don't have my phone and I'm like halfway down the block. It's like, ah, oh, if only, if only I'd been able to be notified. So I like the, um, the find my network and all the stuff they're doing with it. And I think this is a great addition. Ish, why don't you wrap us up here? Yeah. So I have a wallet and I lose it all the time so far in my house or my car, but I'm worried. So really looking forward to, um, this new one and i ordered basically the same one the one in midnight just a a fancier version of it um i have i think eight air tags i put them like all over everything i really want like a find my glasses 
Um, yeah. But hmm. I think <laughs> we have to wait a little bit for, for um, Apple glasses for that. But yeah, I use it for like everything. Friends, items. <laughs> mm-hmm. All sorts of all, all sorts of lost things. Everything. All righty, folks. We have come nearly to the end of this episode of Clockwise, but I do have a bonus question for you. Do you have a favorite fruit? And if you do, what is it? Aline? I love peaches, but I hate the skin. So sk- uh, yeah. skinless yeah. peaches all the way. <laughs> uh, I think it would probably have to be bananas for me. Like that's just like the fruit I ate so much growing up and I still really like a banana, but not when they get too ripe and sweet and overly mushy. You got to get them like a little bit green. Yes. The better that way. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Banana twinsies. Like a bite. Yes. Ish. White nectarines. Mm. Oh, For me, yeah. it is pineapple. Uh, fresh. Oh, pineapple. Freshly cut yeah. pineapple, not canned pineapple. I don't think that deserves to be called pineapple. Maybe pineapple product would be okay. Especially in Hawaii. <laughs> if you get the, f- I swear to God, fresh pineapple in Hawaii. It just tastes unlike anywhere else. It's so good. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you all for your answers on that bonus topic. And Aline Sims, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad I got to talk to you three today. And Ishabaz, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, it was a lot of fun. And Micah, we will be back next week. But until then, we remind everybody listening very dutifully out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody.